Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris Saliza, editor-at-large and politics reporter, in for David Chalian. I write and host The Point newsletter and YouTube show for CNN. And this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, January the 25th. President Joe Biden had a hot mic moment yesterday that sent the media and Twitter world into a frenzy. Will you take questions on inflation then? Let's move. Thank you. Thank you. Do you think inflation is a political liability ahead of the midterms? That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a. Just so you understand what you heard, that's the president of the United States referring to Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey as an SOB. Now, there's no excuse for Biden's words, but I would note that part of Ducey's job and Fox News's mission generally is to get under Biden's skin. To his credit, Biden called Peter Ducey from Fox News soon after, apologizing. Let's listen to what Ducey had to say on Fox News about it. He said, it's nothing personal, pal. And I made sure to tell him that I'm always going to try to ask something different than what everybody else is asking. And uh, he said, you've got to. And that's a quote from the president. So I'll keep doing it. He cleared the air and I appreciated it. We had a nice call. And that's pretty much it. Biden said a bad word and apologized for it, except. It's never just it in Washington. In fact, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was asked about the proverbial elephant in the room at today's White House briefing. Take a listen to how she handled the situation. Peter's sitting here, so this is kind of a funny thing. But Peter spoke to this. The president called him. Uh, He conveyed uh, to him that it was nothing personal, man, and also acknowledged that all of you are going to ask him a range of questions. Uh, So I think that uh, speaks for itself. Can't confirm. Person familiar. Person familiar. Okay. And yes, that person familiar who's doing the confirming is none other than Ducey himself. Now, it's worth taking a step back here. This incident is a tempest in a teapot, sure. But it is indicative of the increasingly fraught relationship Biden and the media have had. Another Fox White House correspondent, Jackie Heinrich, asked Biden why he was waiting for Russian President Vladimir Putin to make the first move. Biden responded under his breath, what a stupid question. And it appears as though Biden's poll numbers and his struggles in both what to do with Russia as it looks to the Ukraine, the inflationary problems, and the still-raging COVID Omicron variant are adding up to make it a stressful moment for this president. It's also worth taking a step back and saying how different what we just heard is from what we heard for four years. Joe Biden actually apologized. Donald Trump, on the other hand, berated and belittled members of the media, often calling the media the enemy of the people. There's lots of examples here, but let me just go through a few. Here's one example from 2020 when Trump made comments to NBC's Peter Alexander. What do you say to Americans who are watching you right now who are scared? Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. I think it's a very nasty question, and I think it's a very bad signal that you're putting out to the American people. The American people. And another from 2018 when Trump went after CNN's Jim Acosta. I tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Go ahead. In that same press conference in 2018, Trump called PBS reporter Yamiche Alcindor, a woman of color, a quote-unquote racist for asking a question about white nationalists supporting him. This lowering of the bar in terms of the relationship between a president and the media was part of a broader effort by Trump to fundamentally alter what it meant to be president. 
He turned rudeness into a political strategy. And part of what Biden's appeal to voters in 2020 was is that he would bring decency and normality back to the White House. He even said this as soon as he took office last year. I'm not joking when I say this. If you're ever working with me and I hear you treat another colleague with disrespect, talk down to someone, I promise you I will fire you on the spot. Everybody, everybody is entitled to be treated with decency and dignity. That's been missing in a big way the last four years. Now, you may hear conservatives scream double standard or hypocrisy over this. To hear Biden stoop to Trump's level like that, even for a moment, was without question regrettable on his part. But he admitted he was wrong and apologized for it, which is commendable and, I'll note, something his predecessor never did. Don't disregard the fact that we now have a president, again, who operates under the normal rules of decorum and politeness. When a president does the right thing, it trickles down to the rest of society. And as we saw over the past four years, the opposite is also true. But presidents are humans, too, and they get testy and swear from time to time. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Chris Eliza, and thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more of me and my political analysis, subscribe to my nightly email newsletter, The Point, and to CNN's YouTube channel. We'll talk to you tomorrow.